The Department of Health and Human Services will be on the hot seat before the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee on Wednesday. That's when committee members will bore in on progress against the Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, or FATARA. And FATARA always comes with great scorecards. The seventh oversight session of FATARA will continue the committee's focus on agency implementation of that law enacted four years ago this month. Congressman Will Hurd is chairman of the Oversight and Government Reform Subcommittee on IT. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller talks to Hurd about why that FATARA scorecard remains a key indicator of how agencies value the role of their chief information officers. The goal of the law and the goal of the scorecard was to drive positive behavior to ensure that we are defending digital infrastructure and doing things to protect um, citizens' information. The CIO of the agency or department should have full insight and authority over all of the software and hardware that's in that enterprise that they're responsible for protecting. Because you can't hold someone accountable if they don't have the responsibility to manage their networks properly. So, so I would agree with that. Another good example is adding the Megabyte Act onto the Fatara scorecard. The Megabyte Act basically said something very simple. You need to know all the software you have on your systems, and you need to know how all, all the licenses uh, that you have on your system. There's tools to do that. It's very simple. When Megabyte was first introduced, the number of departments that understood or knew how much licensing they were using was pretty low. I think it was less than four of the departments and agencies of the 24 um, agencies um, of the CFO Act. And now I think all but four um, have a handle around this. And one of the things that moved the needle was the fact that Congress was continuing to show focus and review and doing oversight on a particular, on, on that kind of behavior. When you talk to agencies and when you meet with them, and I, I know you do it beyond just the scorecard every, you know, twice a year scorecard, are you seeing a change in that CIO's authority, the responsibilities, and, or, and I know you can't, it's hard to blanket across every agency, but what change are you seeing time and again, or what trends are you seeing? The trends that we're seeing is uh, one thing that can be monitored, and this was also in Fratara, is making sure the CIO is reporting to the agency head or the deputy agency head. All but eight um, have that reporting authority, and that means that the agency head, the, the chief executive of that department or agency, values IT, values cybersecurity, because that person is directly in their chain of command. So that has, has changed behavior. We've also had to make sure that the internal struggles within department and agencies between CIOs, CFOs, uh, for that authority. That's one of the reasons we've had to pass legislation to make sure that the managers, the, the operational arm of the agency, the people that do CIO, the CIOs, have control, and it's not just the procurement officers. And, and so that is something where we are ensuring the CIO has more insight into their agencies and are able to get things done that need to get done. This is all the changes that Fratara has designated ensuring that the CIO is the CIO. You know, there were several agencies where you had 10, 15 people with the title of CIO. No, that would never happen in the private sector. One person is a chief information officer, and that person is responsible for all of the, the digital infrastructure within that entity. I know, generally speaking, there's no end point of FATAR implementation. At no point will, will you say or will anyone say, boom, we're done, move on. But when do you feel like 
that this law will be successful. Can you point to a whether it's from a scorecard perspective, every CIO has what or every CIO is doing what, what would say this is a successful implementation? The goal of Hattara was to strengthen the role of the federal CIO and to make sure that agencies were were following agile development and they understood the risk within their um, within their networks. All of those things are already happening, right? So I would say that Fatara has been successful, and this is not an end goal. This is a constant state. You should be thinking about modernization all the time. This is not, you know, because when the next sets of tools come in, or the next sets, uh, you know, techniques that can be used, um, to defend your your hardware and software come in, we need to be introducing that and using that. And so I believe that the transition from a Fatara scorecard to a digital hygiene scorecard is what's going to, once we, once we have that change, it will prove that Fatara has been working because Fatara is the base that we have been able to stand upon to, to look at these other things um, that are important when it comes to good digital hygiene. Now, you've mentioned the cyber hygiene scorecards, the digital hygiene scorecards several times. How close are we to making that transition? Do you, do you see that Fatara 8, Fatara 9? Well, we... well, it's already started, right? So we, we've added Megabyte. We previewed FISMA scores. Um, we're adding scores for the use of the MGT working capital funds. That's the Modernizing Government Technology um, Capital Fund. If you're using an MGT working capital fund, that means you're the culture within your organization is based on pursuing modernization. So these steps have already happened, and we're monitoring the original 5-6 principles within Fatara as well. I want to shift over to another bill that uh, got through the House in the last couple of weeks is the CIO authorities bill. It's interesting when I put a message out on Twitter saying, hey, this bill passed, the number of retweets, the number of people who's talked about, hey, this is a great bill. Hey, this is so important. I, I was, to be honest, a little surprised. So so maybe talk a little bit about the bill itself. And then why do you think that the reaction has is, is been what it is, which is very positive? Well, we've been trying to make IT issues and IT procurement a sexy topic. Um, and so... I think the reason people think this, this CIO authorities bill is good is because they've seen the value of what we've been doing with Fatara. If we're strengthening the CIO within an individual agency component or department, then why are we not strengthening the role of the CIO across the federal government to make sure that there's somebody there that can ensure that these standards and, and rules that we are putting in place are being applied across all of the agencies. And that's why the importance of solidifying the important the, the role of CIO, the role of federal CISO, the reporting structures uh, within the government and, and their capabilities is important to codify because we're seeing how it's working at the individual layers. And then you add on top of that the reorganization of DHS and the creation of an operational um, cybersecurity arm within DHS and having them be the belly button of protecting the .gov space. And, you know, so now you have an operational arm that could help with the policy piece that the federal CIO will be doing. What's the status of that bill? It's through the House. What are you hearing from your colleagues in the Senate? Uh, it's through the House. We're, we've been working on getting this passed in the Senate. Um, there is likely to be a Senate bill that wraps in a number of various IT bills into one larger bill. And we're working to get the federal CIO authorities into that and get it, get it done and passed before uh, we leave here for Christmas. 
And the other bill you're talking about, obviously, is the IDEA Act by uh, Congressman uh, Rohana. Uh, is there any others that would wrap into that, as far as you know? Um, you know, all, all the details I don't have, um, but I know we. my goal is to work on getting the, the CIO Authorities Act as part of that larger Senate bill. There's a lot of success that we saw in 2018. The, the CIO Authorities bills is just one of them. I think that the progress around Fatara is another example. As you look out into 2019, obviously your role is going to change. You're going to go from chairman of the IT subcommittee to potentially, and we'll have to see how things shake out, ranking member of that subcommittee or maybe a different one. Can you talk about just some of your personal goals, plans, sure. and priorities? My behavior is not going to change, right? Because everything I've done has gotten passed in an overwhelmingly bipartisan way continue doing oversight, we're going to still do. I think artificial intelligence is something that I'm going to focus on at the beginning of, of next year. We need a national AI strategy. Artificial intelligence matters because it's going to impact every single industry. I don't care what industry you're in. And most immediately, um, when it comes to cybersecurity, the future of cybersecurity is going to be good AI versus bad AI. And so we need to make sure that we're aligning research when the federal government and the private sector, that we're aligning the standards for our workforce and making sure we're training a workforce of the future. Uh, we need to be making sure that we're working with our international partners on this so that the U.S. and freedom-loving Western democracies are the ones driving um, how artificial intelligence and the, and the ethics of artificial intelligence is for the future, not China. Because guess what? China doesn't care about um, civil liberties. China doesn't care about privacy. Um, these are the things that we should, uh, we're going to be focusing on at the beginning. And I'm still working on our, our Cyber National Guard concept as well to make sure that we have a pipeline of the cyber warriors of the future. Congressman Will Hurd is chairman of the Oversight and Government Reform Subcommittee on IT. Speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller, read this and Jason's entire notebook online now at federalnewsnetwork.com. Subscribe to the Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.